What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team, and welcome to the KaisaFit Podcast. Before we begin, I wanted to just acknowledge the times that we are in. I hope that this is finding you all well and healthy, and I wanted to let you know that Les and I are recording on a weekly basis so that we can keep our topics as accurate as possible in terms of what's going on in the world today. So again, before we jump in, I just want to say that I am sending you all my love and we will make it through this. All right, team, let's begin. Kaisa, how are you doing? I'm good. I mean, I feel like it's like, I feel like it's not a simple answer to add to answer how I'm doing right now because life is so crazy. But I honestly, Les, I was so excited to get back to our podcasting. It just feels like I need some, a little bit of what used to be normal back into my life and like schedules. So I'm excited to check in with you. How are you doing? I'm excited to check in too. I feel the same way. You know, I feel like when we had our recording session that we did at the beginning of March, that in my head was kind of like the end of normal. I feel like right after that was when things started, you know, we got a a new normal for a while. Wait, side note, that is very true because we were worried about you getting on the plane to go back to Cali. Yeah. Dang. That was right when things started picking up. So it's been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been a month, which feels like a year. Yes. It's been a year within a month. It's so crazy. (laughs) Well, how are things going on your end with like work and life and it's good. I mean, my daily life hasn't changed too much because I already worked from home full time. And so uh, my job is still, I'm still in it. I still have plenty of work, which is good. So I haven't been negatively impacted financially in that way, which is good. It has been hard to continue working business as usual. That is kind of the the yeah. other side of that. Like I'm so blessed that my job has not been impacted because I know so many people are not as fortunate, but it is still really hard to like continue working business as usual when all of this is going on and to be yeah. focused in all of that. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I hear you there. I feel like especially with social media, it's like, you know, everybody is consuming it so much more right now. And you just feel so hyper aware of not not acting like we're in a normal world right now. Honestly, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to keep this podcast going right now because it just feels so wrong not to acknowledge that we're all in, you know, unchartered territories and, you know, the unknown is scary. (laughs) We need to acknowledge that it's there. Yeah. And it's unknown for everybody. Yeah. Crazy times. I mean, literally as we speak, I think... I think I just saw that Virginia has extended their stay at home until June 10th. Yeah, I saw that. June 10th. It's so crazy because I'm so day-to-day. So I'm so curious about how everybody is doing. But for me, it's so day-to-day. Like some days I wake up and I'm totally fine. And my world 
previously to all this had been very, you know, like isolated, like, you know, when you run your own, you know, business, you're kind of doing your own thing a lot. So Mm -hmm. at first it was kind of like, okay, this is, this is okay. Just I'm out of my normal routine with seeing my people and working out. But now it hits me so hard some days. And some days I'm like, you feel so claustrophobic that you can't go back to what was and what was not sounding like doomsday, but what was, you know, is nowhere in sight. Yeah. No, that's so true. Just those, those little things, kind of those daily activities and routines, I think is what I realized I missed a lot. Yeah. Realizing how many things I do in a day that are considered non-essential, apparently all of my hobbies. No, but that's (laughs) the thing. It's so crazy that the non-essential or like the most routine basic things are honestly the things that I miss the most as well. The other day I just made a post, you know, because it was like, Well, for several reasons, but when I was thinking about things, I was like, the things that I miss the most right now is my routine, going to the gym, seeing my people working, you know, the, the most basic things. And that's where, when you see a lot of the stuff, the most positive thing coming out of this is like, you know, we better be different as you know, this all unfolds and hopefully, you know, sometime soon goes away. We better be changed. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. I was thinking a lot about that the past couple of days because the first week or so of having to stay in, it didn't bother me too much. But I think it's because I didn't fully understand the severity of the situation. So I think now that we're learning more and more news is coming out, understanding what's happening has definitely changed my perspective a lot. But then I also realized a lot of my normal coping mechanisms are taken away. Just being able to go for a hike or go for like a long walk outside or go to the beach or go to a coffee shop. Normally when I'm in my head and struggling, those are all the things that I do. And now it's like, okay, how can I be super creative with how I cope and take care of myself with all of those things off the table. Oh no, girl, I'm right there with you. I mean, my coping mechanism obviously is like movement, but it's not moving alone. It's moving with people, you know? And so for me, when all this happened, we're on week two, I think I'm just now getting into more of a normal routine of doing things on my own because that's not, that's, I don't enjoy moving on my own, you know? And so my, my same coping mechanism you know, is like yanked out and I have to figure out a whole new world. And like, let me just start by saying that this is very minimal things to have to figure out when there are so many people in this world that are figuring out or having to figure out how they're just going to survive. So I feel like, I just don't even feel like it's okay for me sometimes to even be talking about those types of things. But it's interesting because it kind of, it hit me hard this weekend where I was realizing I wasn't allowing myself to have any feelings about being frustrated or, you know, whatever it may be. I was just constantly trying to say like, uh, but I'm lucky, but I'm lucky, but I'm so fortunate, but I'm so fortunate. And it just, it hit me like a shit ton of bricks on Sunday. Like I was like, you know, so not myself and so angry and upset and like volatile. And so I realized I just had to, with myself, I didn't have to like outwardly put anywhere, but I had to give myself a moment to be like this fucking sucks. This sucks being an extrovert. I do not know how to handle being stuck in a home, being somebody that likes routine. I don't know how to handle it. And it's okay to have a moment of this fucking sucks. I can't live in it. And I can quickly say I'm so grateful and fortunate, but I had to at least give myself a breather for a minute to just say like, yeah, you can say it out loud. Like this freaking sucks. 
But oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's super important to do that, to hold that space, to say, yeah. hey, I'm in a great position and I'm so fortunate and grateful for that. And I recognize and want to give back to those who are not and then also still acknowledge the ways that you personally are impacted. Like both of yeah. those things can be true at the same time. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that like the dichotomy of that, because I think one thing is what I realized was one of the main things I had promised once this started happening, we realized people were going to be inside is like, I've got to step up to the plate and do the thing that I know that I can do to get back to people, which is to keep them moving. And what I started realizing this weekend was when I go into my, you know, Debbie Downer spiral and I can't pull myself out of that, then I can't even do the necessary things to give back to others. And so that was that moment of like, okay, you got to put the mask on real quick. If you're in the airplane, I've got to have one small brief moment of, you know, throwing my little tantrum and then I've got to get back to, you know, reality and the real world and doing what we can. And we all need to do what we can to help out everybody around us, even if it's in the smallest act, but still being okay with feeling a certain type of way around this right now was kind of a realization for me. Absolutely. That all of those feelings are valid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm I'm honestly, I'm trying to stay off of the media and social media for the most, not for the most part, because it's still, you know, I go on to check in every once in a while, but it's just so intense and crazy to realize the magnitude of this because the unknown, you can't even grasp around like how this is going to be, you know, changing the world forever as we come out of this. And what does that world even look like? You know? Oh, totally. I mean, a lot of people talk about things going back to normal and I'm like, who's she? I don't know her. Yeah. Because there's going to be a very different normal at some point after all of this. And I'm, my only hope is that things become kind of a necessary normal. I mean, I think it's no surprise that at least in our society, we have had work to do for a very long time. We've had work to do in education. We've had work to do in healthcare. We've had work to do when it comes to equity. All of those systems are broken. None of that is new information. And we're being handed something that is like, all of these things need to be fixed right now. Yeah. They cannot wait any longer. Yeah. And so I'm curious, I'm hoping that the new normal addresses, truly addresses those things and, and makes those systems more equitable for everybody, but I hate that it's taking something so destructive to wake people up to that. Yeah. And then you just don't even want to hold your breath to think that, you know, people are going to wake up because at this point in time, even though they say like, you know, COVID is the big equalizer, it's not, it's not. If you have, you know, money right now, like you're fine, you're fine. And that's the thing is like, a lot of the change comes from the top and the people in power. And if they're not affected by this, it is what it is. And that's, that's when you hope that the people can start waking up and realizing like how fucked up our systems are. And I think that's where they always say, you know, the change happens from the people. It's not right now. I mean, and always not going to happen from, you know, the head honcho in charge. So yeah, I mean, I, think on, you know, trying to be positive about it, it's woken a lot of people up. And I think that that's all that we can really do is, you know, be hopeful that we continue to wake up and that we don't need, you know, a slap in the face this big to start creating change in our world and the world around us. Absolutely. 
And I do think on another note, I mean, one thing that's been really refreshing to see kind of speaking on change happening at the people level is just seeing people pitch in and lend a helping hand, whether it is like medical supplies or even creating resources to keep people well and healthy and moving and content, even if it's just stuff going out to make people laugh. I mean, I think even seeing that happen over the past couple of weeks has been a really good reminder of like change happening at the people level and a reminder that I think a lot of people are good. Yeah. Which we need reminders of. (laughs) No, absolutely. I think, no, I, I definitely, yeah, we're always quick to see the negative and the negative always feels, you know, so much bigger than the positive, but you do realize that we're all in this together. You know what I mean? And I think that's one of those things that you just realize, like we are all, we're being affected by it differently and it's, you know, change our lives differently. But at the end of the day, like we really are all in this together right now. And it's going to take, you know, the effort of the masses and the groups to be able to move us past this, you know? So yeah, there's always, we can always try to look at the positive in in everything, but there's a lot of darkness around it as well. Totally, man. I'm all about holding space for both. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so interesting though for me because the movement aspect is so, it's fascinating to like pay attention what's happening, you know, in our own little worlds. And for movement is always my coping mechanism. I just didn't realize how much it was my coping mechanism, not just because I was moving, but like because I was with people and with community and how difficult it was and has been for me to get back to movement in a way that I just haven't done in so long. So that's been, you know, there's learning lessons left and right over here, but how much it throws me off when I'm not doing it. I mean, that's so eye-opening to me. And so it just makes me want to speak even louder about the fact of like, we have to stay moving in every way, shape or form and not just even physically, but like moving right now through these moments is one of the most important things, the day by day, the movement forward. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I think just like remembering to breathe. I realized, I noticed lately I forget that (laughs) or I take it for granted. I'm like just remembering to like take a deep breath throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like movement. It's like that same idea. Oh, it's totally. Because I think that's one of the things that we don't realize is we, whether or not it's directly impacting you right now in a very intense way. There's so much pressure on everybody as a whole in this world that like that weight, we're all carrying that weight. Even I I hang out with my nieces now, I'm watching them twice a week. And sometimes like I have to leave a lot of room and space for them to have a little bit more of their temper tantrums or whatever's going on because they're also feeling the weight of everything happening right now. And it's like, you just, yeah, the breathing, just even the simple thing of breathing, you realize you're holding your breath. Like I'm tense. I'm holding my breath. I'm in way more bad moods than normal. Like everything is affecting us right now. And I think, you know, being connected to yourself and aware of that is super crucial right now. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that about watching your nieces and also giving them kind of extra space, like when they're going through it and feeling what they need yeah. to feel. That's such a good point because kids feel it too. And they don't, 
understand depending on how old they are i mean your your nieces are really little so it's they don't understand exactly what's happening but they can yeah. feel the energy or they hear adults talking about it and they know you know yeah. whatever's going on it's not good, it good even if they don't know the details no absolutely i mean my my so the older one is five and she loves school. So right now she's not in her routine of school. And my sister manages the grocery store. So my sister's stressed. So there's like, you know, the stress of the world, there's stress everywhere. But it was the other day, it was, it was literally something so simple as she didn't, I think she like, she didn't like the jacket that she had then she needed to put on to go outside. And she had a full on meltdown, which isn't like Cooper. It, it's not like her at all. And I literally just had to say, do you need a hug right now? Do you want Kiki to get the, the they call me Kiki. Yeah. Like, do you want Kiki to give you a hug? And she was like, yes. But it was like, you just realize in that moment, like, holy shit, this is intense for every single person in the world right now. And it's just like, you know, coming together and being there for people and being there for ourselves and for, you know, those around us is so important, is vital in order to get through this. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the things that you're doing? I'm always curious what people's, you know, self-care tips are right now. What are you doing? Yeah. What am I doing? You know, to be honest, I don't think I've been a very good example. And I've been kind of struggling with that as someone who is in the wellness space and who has people looking to me for, you know, being an example and being a model, I have kind of struggled with feeling like I'm not doing enough to be a resource to people or doing enough to provide tools for people to help them get through this. And I constantly go back and forth of, I don't feel like I have anything to give like energetically. I'm like, I don't have it in me to pull together resources or classes or whatever that looks like for people. And then I go back and forth and I'm like, girl, people don't, do people need that? Or do people just need space? Like, should you just continue doing your thing and creating space and let that be the thing? Can we please talk about this? I, (laughs) amen to that because, and I, and I especially feel like the fitness world and industry and wellness industry right now is I feel like they're perpetuating this anxiety that we're all having, right? Because it's like at this point in time, their message is basically you're at home, so you don't have excuses. And what are they calling it? Your um, Corona body or quarantine Mm, body. Like you better not come out like that or something like that. And it makes me so furious. Like the last thing that some people need right now is movement coming from Mm -hmm. the movement woman herself. The last thing that some people need right now is like high intensity movement so they can make sure that they, they look a certain way and yada, yada, yada. It's just fucking bullshit. Yes. I believe that everybody needs to move, but it may be for one minute that day, lying on a mat, breathing, moving your chest. If you're in tune with that, stay in tune with that. There are so many people that may just need to go to your page and recognize that you're not just over here acting like business as usual and that you're affected by this too. And I think that's so powerful in and of itself. I I finally had to fucking say something the other day. It's like, I'm not just freaking moving and smiling over here. Like this shit's fucking stressful as fuck. Every day I'm waking up feeling different. Sometimes I feel okay. Sometimes I feel terrible. Like I'm to hell if you think that I'm over here freaking smiling 24 seven and just having a jolly good old time working out. Hell no. That's not what it is. 
I made a commitment that I'd put out content every single day to keep people moving. So I'm going to stick with that commitment. Absolutely. I said, I would do that. I'm going to do that. But underneath and on the other side of that, there's a lot of shit going on. And as it is for everybody. Yeah. I mean, and it's that reminder that even the people who you see on the internet who create resources or create your favorite content are people behind that, right? You're not just a robot who's here to create movement routines and just pump them out. Like you're a human who's feeling all of these same things that we're all feeling. Yeah. Yeah, And it's interesting because I've always said this. I think that you can feel like what happens on social media is not just the image or the video that you're looking at. Like, I feel like you can feel the energy that that had when they were creating. And so that's my thing too, is like, I don't need to keep, I don't need to put more, you know, negative or stressed out energy into the world. Like, how am I going to keep, I don't want to keep, you know, perpetuating that. So every time I go, you know, to post, I make sure I go at a time that feels good for me and we go do the damn thing. But yeah, it's just going back to, you know, the industry and going back even further to being like, you got to do what you need to do right now and whatever feels best for you. Because at the end of the day, it's probably a lot of people are probably relating to that and feeling like they can, you know, breathe for a second because they see, they don't see you over here acting like shit's just on a regular old day. Yeah. Yeah. And I so hope, I mean, I think comparison on social media is always an issue. I know we've talked about that on the show before, but I really, really hope that people are just giving themselves lots of grace, even if they don't have the perfect at-home workout plan, or even if they're not being super productive and organizing their closets or like building a new business or whatever these like memes are saying. I really hope that people are really pouring into themselves and just giving themselves the time and space they need. Yeah. And like sleep. I think I see the other one too. It's like, you know, you got to get up. Now you don't, you know, like don't waste a day. And it's like, know a lot of people's coping mechanism is sleep, you know? And if that's what you need to do right now, then that's what you need to do. We always go back to our conversations. I feel like every podcast leads us back to what are the things that you have that help you stay connected to yourself? So it's like in times like this, I hope that people, you know, have those tools or have a second to try and find those tools. Because I think that if you can be connected to yourself right now, you know, and listen to what your body needs, then that's how you're going to get through this. And it's so fascinating for me. I've said this a few times in post. I, the majority of what I want to do is lie on a mat and roll around and, you know, do mobility work. Like that's Mm -hmm. what I've been doing for the majority of the time, you know, through all of my movement. Like that's what it leads me to. And I think that whatever it is that people need to do right now, I hope that you can tune out all the other voices and just listen to that one inside, the one that matters the most, aka you. Yep, absolutely. I think I've started trying to approach social media and content as kind of like a a buffet of like, I'll take some of this because I like Mm -hmm. it. I don't like that. I will leave that there in terms of the advice that people give, right? Mm -hmm. If someone's preaching about all the things that I need to be doing with this time, I'm like, I will take this because I like it and it resonates and I will leave that at the buffet because I don't need to be too full. I don't want it. Amen. Amen. No, I think, which I think is amazing. And I think that's how it always should be. You know, again, we've always said no shame in our unfollow game over here as well, especially I feel like in my industry, especially in the fitness industry and being somebody who was struggling, who is struggling with movement right now. 
I'm struggling with movement and finding my routine and finding the new normal in all of this. And it's really difficult and it's very humbling, like very humbling. Some, somebody messaged me the other day and was like, I bet you're not just doing the just five workouts. You know, what else are you doing? And I was literally like, no, I am just doing the just five workouts plenty of times. Sometimes I spend a little bit more time on a mobility routine. Sometimes I try to do, you know, I have this hill outside my house, so I'm like trying to walk a little bit more, but no, like that's really what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Shit's fucking real, you know? So anyways, whatever, I think it just leads to like whatever feels best for people right now to be doing is, is key. And, and on, on top of this, I will say, and this is not shaming for drinking, but because everybody knows I love me a good drink. But what was also interesting for me is how much I'm masking it. Like how much I'm masking what I'm dealing with and kind of like that underlying anxiety and you know stress. So I had to, uh, this weekend, I was like, all right, girl, cool. So all these happy hour FaceTime chats, all this, you know, wine at night, every night. Uh-uh, mm-mm, absolutely not. So I feel like that's also something that I personally, and I know we all have our coping mechanisms, but I personally was like, I've got, I can't try to act like shit's not happening right now and like cope and mask it. I need to be doing the work to make sure that I'm okay underneath it all. There doesn't need to be a bandaid right now. Underneath what's really happening is really important to acknowledge and be present in. And however it's affecting me is important to acknowledge and recognize, you know, because that's where the work really happens. Like I, don't, I cannot live my life disconnected to myself. And I was, for me, what I was really recognizing is how much I wanted to disconnect right now. Mm -hmm. And every, a lot of people like to disconnect and like, you know, whatever, watch shows or whatever they do. But my ADD brain doesn't like to sit and watch a show. I like to, I like to calm down with like a glass of wine or tequila, like whatever it is. And so for me, I had, that's another thing I had to recognize this week of like, I don't want to be coping through this. Like, I want to deal with how I feel through this. Not saying I'm not going to have a glass of wine, but I was like, girlfriend, that can happen on on the weekend. Weekends are still here. Like, that can happen (laughs) on the weekend. During the week and all day, every day. Like, I don't need to be coping. Like, I need to be okay with how this is feeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a really beautiful just expression of self-awareness. And it's just such a good reminder that it's not even necessarily that certain actions are good or bad or indifferent, but it's like you said, the work really comes from understanding the intention behind your actions. Like for a lot of circumstances, something like having a drink or doing several virtual happy hours isn't in and of itself a bad thing. But if, if, if you're noticing that the reason why you're doing those things is disconnecting you from yourself, then it's so important to have that why. Yeah. No. And that's totally, I mean, that's what it is. Like certain things affect people differently. I mean, mm-hmm. I am somebody that likes to escape reality because it can never turn my brain off. And so that's why I'm somebody that I like to party. I like to go out. I like to be social. I like to do things that kind of help me not think about the real world. And so I think that was something that I recognized this weekend because I was just so in a spiral and very Debbie Downer and that's not, I mean, I have my dark times, but that's not really like me. Like I'm somebody, I feel like I get, you know, I can pull myself together. And so, and it was interesting. And I was, I was texting my brother and I was saying, I think I just, I'm okay, but I recognize that. And he was like, you always go back to that. I do. I've had many moments in my life 
this is going to sound like I have an alcohol problem, but I have many moments in my life where I realize I cope and I don't want to cope anymore. Like I don't, I'm not trying to cope and ignore what's happening. I'm trying to be very present and okay with what's happening right now can affect me. It's allowed to affect me. I don't just have to act like it's not there. Um, and so that was my thing, you know, and just being aware of that. And we all have different, not everybody copes the same, right? We mm -hmm. all, we all do things differently, but you know, being, on my own right now in this time is, you know, I'm just, I'm pay attention a lot to how, how I'm handling things. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I think what I was thinking as you were, as you were describing that was that we all have our own ways to kind of numb out. And it made me think like, girl, when you numb out, like, where do you go? Amen. You know? That's Yo. a scary question. <laughs> Amen. I love that you said this because this is where I started to go this weekend. I feel like when I numb out, you know, I think I'm right here floating on the surface, but mm -hmm. I go deeper. Mm -hmm. Like I get more disconnected. That's the only way that I can describe this. It's like I get more disconnected from the core of who I am so that when I come out of that numbed out, you know, position, I'm actually way deeper and way further away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I started to realize, uh, uh, you know, that I can't, I can't do this. And it's not, I'm, I, I'm working on not being a very black and white person. I'm working on not going to extreme. So it's not that I need to cut out alcohol. That's not it. But what I was saying was uh, to myself was you don't, every time shit gets hard, you don't get to just go and have a drink right now. Like that's not, we're not going to do that right now. We're going to, we're going to deal with why shit's hard right now. Why the hell you're frustrated, having anxiety, feeling like, you know, you're angry, like whatever it is, just sit in it for a moment and deal with it. But yeah. Woo, that's real. Woo. Woo. Yeah. And just to like, I'm just going to throw some gasoline on the fire. Oh, but I think part of why quarantine and this whole exercise is so hard is because we're being forced to do that in all areas of our life. Oh yeah. Most of our distractions we can't Amen. we can't have. We are literally just like grounded at home with staring our staring in a mirror. Like <laughs> yes. it feels like you're just staring in a mirror all day every day. I would be the first person to say, okay, this is awesome. Like what a great moment and great opportunity to like really look at yourself and dig deep, but also holy fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, a lot of times when you look at yourself and you get going, like you're ready to go deep. For me, it's been with the support of like a therapist or somebody like guide me through and work me through. And I know that I can walk out of this an hour later feeling like, okay, I got somewhere. I went somewhere today. But with this sometimes, like I don't always have the tools to guide myself down and back up, you know? Yeah. And that's where I think that's where I was realizing I don't want to be afraid of the dark areas of myself. I don't want to need to cope from them or run away from them or, you know, act like they don't, they aren't there. Like I know that they're there and I want to be okay, especially now, you know, when they're really dark and really intense, I want to be okay looking at them and be like, it's okay. Yeah. It's totally okay that this is deep, dark shit right now. It's totally okay that the things that you're thinking about are just like fucking depressing. That's okay. And, and, for me, coming from somebody that likes to run away from depression, that's again another thing. You know, like you don't want to look at that. You don't want to go back to that fucking deep, dark place that you've been in. So, yeah, this is a very long winded way of saying I think that it's important to just be connected to ourselves, whatever it is that brings you some joy right now or makes you feel like you can listen to that voice inside of you, just do more of it. Just keep doing it. Walk towards that. 
and the things that you feel like pull you away from yourself. For me, I recognize, you know, the coping of when I come out even angrier the next day or mm-hmm. even more in a spiral. You know, that for me is like a reflection piece. So I think it's just being as aware as you, as you possibly can and knowing that being aware takes a lot of fucking energy. So some days I'm not as aware and I'm just freaking trying to get through it. But yeah, yeah. Ooh, intense times. So real. It is. I was thinking about maybe good coping mechanisms isn't the right word, but good kind of tools for getting through this. And I thought of one that I've been relying on a lot that I feel like Mm. you would appreciate. And that is music. Mm. I feel like I've been listening to so much music, like dancing has been my movement of choice for a few months now because I, you know, my adventures in trying to learn how to dance have been interesting. Um, But music has totally been that, it's been that thing for me where I have just been like listening to music and dancing a lot to try to. Amen. Dude, and have you paid attention to DJ Nice? Yes. Oh, club quarantine. So fire. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So fire. And also the other day it was interesting. So I, uh, I'm right there with you. Yes. Um, and the other day I was randomly on YouTube because I was filming, like my, I was using my phone, so I couldn't be on my phone. So then I used my computer for music and I just YouTube nineties playlists. And so for me, I had nineties R and B and it was like a DJ playlist. So it was like transitioning from song to song. I was like, was Oh, good. but Amen to music right now. And that I feel like I should, I should probably create some playlists or just give people some um, of the playlists that I've been listening to. But I think that's like, those are those things that we do have tools. We do have things. Um, reading. Mm-hmm. I am trying to do a little bit more of that. So I think that there's like, you know, I, for me, what I'm going to are the things that calm me down um, and bring me like back to center. So ugh obviously why I'm doing a lot of mobility, I guess. And that Mm -hmm. just clicked, but I guess my body's telling me I need to calm the fuck down. (laughs) Yeah. But music girl, that's been my 24 seven, basically. It's, it's so healing and it's something everybody loves music. Even if you love different types or different genres, everybody loves music. Yeah. Babies. As soon as you turn on music, any baby that is able to move, like they are dancing and moving. Like it's just, yeah, who we are. Yeah. And I think the connection piece has also been really, it's almost like I feel closer to some of my girlfriends, like, right, like my friends that I feel like in our day to day, we get so caught up in, you know, our normal routines and schedules that we don't see each other that often. And I'm seeing them on, you know, Skype several times a week now. And so that's been really amazing. So I think that there's now that we're in, what are we in? Like week two of things. I think that I'm like kind of trying to find the new normal. And I feel like there are a few things that have really come out of this that are the positive right now. And I think that's where, you know, in the times that I can, I keep trying to look at that and say, you know, there are definitely some things that are happening that are good and just trying to focus on them, not ignore the things that are, you know, not good, but Mm -hmm. focus on the good. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so, I think that this, I'm really excited to do the podcasting because just for anybody that's listening, Les and I had worked on season two of our podcast. And I think now we're just going to keep rolling them. Like, I think it's going to be one long season, but we had four (laughs) episodes and we were getting ready to launch them. And it just felt so, it just felt off. Like it didn't feel right to just launch these episodes that we had done pre-corona and just act like everything was normal. So we're going to connect as much as we can um, during these times over our FaceTime calls and podcast this way. But in the same time, we'll also release our other content. So we'll just keep, keep going with the conversation. So if there's 
things that people, you know, want Les and I to touch on or talk about, you know, we're here for Les and I event and talk and connect, but also <laughs> just to like be any type of encouragement or a space for people to come and, you know, just feel like they're a part of. So definitely message us, let us know if there's things you want us to talk about, but we'll, Les and I will touch base at least once a week, if not more than that. So definitely keep hitting us with, with the questions team. Yeah. We're going to keep it coming. We're going to keep it coming. I think, I feel like that's a wrap for our first, I, we need a better name for Corona podcasting, but (laughs) we'll come up with them. We'll come up with one soon, but think of something better. Yeah. But thank you so much, everybody for tuning in. We just want to send you guys so much love and just, I think it's important for us all to remember that we're in this together. And if you can be a positive light for somebody around you, please try to do that. If you have your times of darkness, that's all right as well. But we're all in this together and we are sending you so much love.